Coming at you live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studio in the heart of Lincoln, America. And online at theticketfm.com. This is the Junior Achievement Hour. All right, welcome into Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arns running the ones and twos. This is the Junior Achievement Hour here on 93.7 Ticket, ticketfm.com. Keep in mind, we are only on streaming services. We got Royals on the FM airwaves. So if you want to put a face to the voice and join the show, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. You can catch us all there. But we bring in Jennifer and Nick, uh, also part of Bison and Junior Achievements. So we got these guys in here today. Plenty of things to talk about. You guys also brought in some gifts. We got some uh, pickleball paddles right away when he came in the door. But plenty of things to get to. So we'll kind of go ahead and start it off. Um, just get a little bit to know you guys at first, you know, how you got involved in Junior Achievements. Obviously, what is Bison? What are you guys all up to? So, Nick, we'll go ahead and start with you. Um, so you're involved with Bison and, you know, for those part of the Lincoln area, they might be kind of familiar with the brand as of now, because you said before you've been around since 1970, correct? Yeah. Yep. So 1970. Um, so what was kind of the origin of that and how you got involved with Bison? Well, actually I'm a, I'm a founder. I was a co-founder. Mm-hmm. I had a high school friend and we started a manufacturing firm back in the early seventies. And, uh, it actually wasn't in the sporting goods industry. It was, uh, we did work for people like Kawasaki and what was then Square D and Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, kind of an industrial job shop. And then because we were mostly male male population, our employee base, we started uh, having uh, teams. You know, we'd have uh, City Rec softball teams, et cetera. And uh, my business partner invented a little softball equipment caddy. So that was how Bison got founded. So <laughs> we uh, we we decided we couldn't sell, sell a little product like that under the brand name Industrial Machine Specialties, which mm-hmm. was name of our company. So in the eighties, we started manufacturing sporting goods products and kind of the rest, the rest is history. So, so did you see uh, a need for that or what was it about that industry where you said, you know, what, let's go ahead and start this up. Yeah. Um, well, we had a, a little, as I mentioned, our, our, our uh, softball team, uh, you know, that was back when uh, people didn't carry their own balls and bats in a, in their own individual duffel bag. That's when uh, you had an old army duffel, duffel bag and you <laughs> yeah. threw the bats and the balls in there. And, my business partner uh, had a new car and he was uh, carrying around the balls and the bats and it was pissed off that it was dirty and you know, <laughs> dirty in the back of his car. So he invented this little wire frame rack. Think of a, think of a, uh, like a dishwasher rack. So a coated plastic wire rack that then had a zippered bag in it to put stuff in. And he asked me if I thought we could sell it. And I said, yeah, but probably not under the brand name industrial machine. <laughs> so, so that's how we started a very, very, uh, very simple beginning. So yeah, I think most, most, most companies start with some sort of a uh, an idea to fill a need, and mm-hmm. uh, we thought that was a good need. And then ultimately, got into basketball because uh, it was the time of Daryl Dawkins and oh, yeah. the NBA and breaking backboards. <laughs> and so, our first real product in the uh, in the market that was successful was a breakaway basketball rim. We weren't the first, but we had a very low cost. Oh, no kidding. You guys got on that during the era where rims and backboards were shattering. You guys saw that and you weren't the founders, but you got in there early enough. Yeah, we absolutely did. So, yeah, so that was kind of our our initial product and mostly basketball early on Mm -hmm. after our initial baseball, softball equipment caddy sort of thing. But we but mostly basketball for a number of years and then got into volleyball and soccer and football goalposts and that's incredible yeah you, you talk about you talk about getting into basketball you think about that era of the nba right the yeah. physicality oh, and the rims coming down it, it's kind of funny you're like yeah i can see how that takes off in the basketball and industry. you know of course at the, at the time everybody said well is it shack proof because that was because <laughs> you know, that was that was the i must have heard it a thousand times over the years is it shack proof so absolutely 
autograph on a catalog? Yeah, I had Shaq's autograph when he was a junior at LSU or sophomore, maybe at LSU. We were exhibiting at the Final Four basketball tournament, and uh, Shaq walked. I didn't even know who he was, quite honestly. And he he walked by because he was getting honored as the Player of the Year. Yeah. In the in the uh, you know Division One basketball, and he walked by, and I got you had to, to I, guess. He was I, got, I got him to player. sign our catalog. <laughs> I got him to sign our the cover of our catalog, and. Uh, Never did find the catalog, so we must have, oh, we must have handed it out to somebody. <laughs> yeah, there's someone holding on to that to this day. Yeah, maybe like, I don't know. Maybe they didn't know it. Maybe they threw it away too. I don't know. So, oh, that's hard, incredible. Hard and uh, we'll dive more into that as oh, well. Sure. But that is Nick Cusick again, uh, founder of Bison. And but we'll switch it up here. We'll get to know Jennifer a little bit as well. Uh, kind of your background and what eventually kind of led you into junior achievements as well. Well, I started in junior achievement when I was a high school student. Okay. Uh, we had a really fun company program. High school students from all schools in Lincoln came in. Uh, we sold stock. We chose a product. We elected officers. We sold it. We distributed the profit. Um, probably made some donations to nonprofits along mm -hmm. the way. And uh, had a great time. Did that for four years. Um, ended up volunteering. Ended up working at JA. Now I'm on the JA board. Been volunteering the whole time. And uh, that was a very long time ago, of course. But um just really hard to get away from JA. They do so much good in the community. Obviously came from an entrepreneurial background and appreciated mm -hmm. that. And I think it really makes a big difference with the high school students then, but now K through 12. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I say it all the time, but I, I know those classes are, they run through high school, but man, I, I, I wouldn't hurt taking some of those classes where I'm I at I think right most now. of us are in that boat. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's not too late, you know, it's not too late. <laughs> we could do an individual class tonight after work. Hey, you know yeah, what? I'm go. sure we could all use it. Like you said. Well, if um, you're here next week, I think Tony and Tyson are going to be here and they just got back from the JAUSA convention, Okay. but I think they're expanding the curriculum into adults out in the workforce. So I think people into their 20s. Yeah. So that's kind of where they're headed. Hey, that's that's where I need to go. Exactly. And, uh, well, you ask them what they can do to help you out. <laughs> well, and that's <laughs> the thing. You think about junior achievements. And if you go to the website, uh, I do believe it's lincoln.ja.org. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if you go to lincoln.ja.org, you guys do just have a uh, one of the sites is just full stats on yeah. how much better these kids do. They're more likely to start their own business. They're more likely to start saving for retirement, you know, in their 20s and 30s. Uh, they're just ahead of the curve. You know, yeah. they get the idea of I can be an entrepreneur while I'm still in high school. You know, Absolutely. that didn't cross my mind until I was out of college to right. <laughs> start a business. Um, so when you're going through just as one of the students, you know, what did you kind of enjoy most about junior achievements? <laughs> it was really fun getting credit for the work that you put in. I, I guess that's maybe sounding a little crazy, but nowadays I think a lot of people work really hard, but I'm not sure that they get... Um, rewarded for their hard work or it's pretty easy to make it through school right now yeah. but that was like school of soft knocks is what ken carlson he was in charge of ja when i was there called it uh you could make your mistakes and nothing bad happened you could be the top salesperson and you got applauded mm -hmm. you could make some money on the side we met people that we stayed in touch with for many many years afterwards so oh, wow. it was a great program i mean it really was starting a tiny company mm -hmm. in the course of 20 weeks. So, you know, at that time, did you think that uh, you say now that you haven't left junior achievements? It's been pretty much part of you. Um, ever <laughs> it really since has you started. been. Yeah. Was, would you ever see that happening? Was this something that you sought out or is it just always stayed in your life because, you know, subconsciously you just like it that much? I guess I can see the impact. Mm -hmm. Like I'm teaching in middle school classrooms most of the time now and 
not all of the middle school students really love everything you're telling them, but right. two or three after the first couple of sessions, like you can see the light bulb above their head and they're thinking how that applies to their life and their parents' lives and what they might want to do when they get out of school and how they're going to save for a car. And you're like, wow, this is making an actual difference. And mm -hmm. I have to admit, it's super hard to fit into the schedule that very first class. But after the first class, you can't wait to get back. Yeah. And like I said before, yeah. you guys are, I feel like if the student grasps what you guys are teaching, it's it's only beneficial, right? It's learning how yeah. to take care of your own finances. And I'm sure you guys can talk about this. I, we all can today, but the money's confusing now. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. there's a million ways to spend it. And every day yeah. there's a new way to spend it, whether it's Venmo, credit cards, right. loans, mortgages, it's it's all over the place. And, uh, you know, it can be confusing. So if you get that financial literacy, um, which is what Junior Achievements is really great at, that's only going to help you out in the long run. Uh, but switching over to Nick, you know, I kind of want to know at the beginning, where did you get started with Junior Achievements? And, you know, where was that call? for you and uh, that cause stick out for you. Sure. Well, my first my first involvement with Junior Achievement was taking Jennifer <laughs> and her sister ultimately to JA uh, evening program. Okay. So Jennifer talked about that. Jennifer's my daughter, mm -hmm. uh, one of my daughters. So, uh, you know, Jennifer uh, spent their four years uh, in JA, as did our daughter, Sarah, who is three years younger. And so our first involvement was really taking them to JA. And then we'd, <laughs> we'd go sit at Misty's and wait while they did their company thing for a couple of three hours. And we'd have dinner and drinks and whatever. So that was really my first involvement. But that wasn't a very deep involvement at that point. But then uh, I saw the impact it had on the kids. Uh, they both are basically uh, their careers right now are largely driven by the kind of things they did in junior achievement. Mm -hmm. Our daughter, Sarah, is the director of marketing and communications. Or excuse me, Jennifer's the director of marketing and communications at bison and our daughter sarah is the uh director of uh, human resources and that's what she, she did it. she did she was the hr director all four years during she the aj after school program yeah. so that's incredible so you know but but then i think my first involvement beyond just that was um uh, uh, some of the people i knew in ja i was not on the board at the time but came to me and i'd been involved in the pious bolt fundraising auction it's kind of the, one of the biggest mm -hmm. fundraising auctions in lincoln and um asked me why Bolt was so successful and wanted to know what we could do with the JA auction to increase the success, the financial success of, of the auction. And I, I, I said two, two things, one, make it more informal because it was mostly something that people came in ties and suits and kind of felt like they had to come to. Uh, but the other was a have free alcohol. So, <laughs> so that loosens up people's pocketbooks for an auction. So, <laughs> so I actually paid for the alcohol the first two or three years. So, uh, and then they figured out it, it helped. So, but so, so, so I got on the board, was the board chair, uh, with the board chair for a couple of years. I'm currently the head of the trustee group. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've been teaching uh, junior achievement, uh, in the classroom starting, I think it is sixth grade for a couple of years where they just started middle school, right. junior achievement in the classroom. Uh, but more recently I've taught third graders and they're still fun, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's any sixth graders out there, you're listening, which probably isn't, uh, you're, you're still fun, but third graders are still fun. They're still inquisitive. And I remember one specific one specific uh, class that I was teaching, and we were teaching about our city, and they're talking about why different buildings in town are in different places. And they talked about the the um, uh, zoning and, and that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of the, uh, of the, of the position in in the city that they mentioned that is the 
kind of determines where where stuff goes and sit or city planner city planner yes mm -hmm. thank Definitely. you so much <laughs> well you, when you get the thank you notes at the end of your class which is always fun to get thank you oh, notes because yeah. the teachers make them all right thank you notes and here's what i learned and and i remember a third grader saying he decided he was going to become a city planner so this is yeah. oh this that's is third awesome. grade so so yeah, you, you know yeah and he might not be a city planner probably won't be a city planner but the fact that it yeah, you got was, the wheel was, spinning. You got the right? wheel spinning. So yeah, in the middle school grades, it's really fun because we talk a lot about career paths and mm -hmm. things that they're good at and things they have experience, things they're interested in, and yeah, a whole bunch of people think you know, okay, I can be a teacher, I can be whatever my parents are, and they don't even think outside of that. So yeah. it is amazing. Again, more light bulbs going off. The kids yeah. really get a lot out of it. And that's what I'm always kind of impressed by, right? Because you're teaching financial literacy to at some point third graders. And right. you have to keep them interested and captivated. Oh, yeah. So what are kind of some of these projects you do? I'm always amazed by the creativity you guys have and able to get the kids not only um, participating in activities, but also make it enjoyable at the same time. So it sticks with them. So what are some of those activities that you guys do, whether, you know, it's a favorite one or maybe just one of the more interesting activities that really gets uh, the group working together well? Uh, you know, certainly the JA provides great curriculum. So there mm -hmm. is a baseline of curriculum that you're supposed to teach at each grade level. Right. But those of us who are kind of wing it sort of people <laughs> <laughs> don't follow the curriculum. We yeah, certainly get the we, we certainly get yeah. the message across. Right. But you know, in our you know in our um, um, in the third in third grade in the third grade our city curriculum, you're talking about a lot of things. Like I say, the city planner and why the school is where the school is and why the airport might be the where they why the why the airport's not next to the school why it's right. not in the middle of the city, etc. But one of the activities I I like to do with them is go around the room our classroom and look at all the talk about trades. We talk about jobs and careers. I talk about the difference between job, a job and a career. My idea is a job is something you have to go do to right. make money to buy stuff and a yeah. career is something you kind of want to do so that hopefully when you get up in the morning, you're, you don't mind going, yeah. to, going to work. And so we talked about the bricklayer and the, and the, you know, the electricians and the carpet layers and the painters and the cabinet makers and all that stuff. So I think that's always a fun activity because the kids always come up with, great ideas looking around the room and trying to figure out well, who would have done that because they just assume yeah. the, that the building just magically is there because well so. absolutely and when you're kind of going through that too i'm sure it's a fun project because they're seeing all this stuff kind of come together um and you're thinking you know if you're one of those people that does like that blue collar trade you yeah. know and you're thinking that together it's like well being part of that process yeah and it's not just blue collar in that case obviously there's engineers oh yeah. there's architects you bring you out know, the there's there's uh, you know mm -hmm. the, the finance people behind the financing of the project and absolutely. all of that stuff so yeah, it's not a not just a blue collar sort of a yeah illustrates construction all your construction class. science is yeah. not just a is not just a blue collar jobs so absolutely uh, and then Jennifer switching to you kind of that same question you know with junior achievements uh, is there any favorite activities or ones that really stick out to you and you remember yeah so uh, we haven't had a company program for a long time but that's obviously my favorite but I already explained that it did come back JAUS okay. they brought it back so any of the company program graduates out there. We can uh, get that all put back together again if we need to, or we can help in the classroom. But I think my favorite, there's an economics for success curriculum, which is usually in eighth grade. And we take what can be really dry, a budget, and we kind of flip it like, okay, define a budget as you want to get something. Let's say when you're 16, because you're in eighth grade, now you want to buy a car. How much money do you have to save between now and then? If you only work in the summer, if you work every day from now until then, how much do you have in savings? What do you think the car is going to cost? What's your expense look like for owning a car? 
So the budgeting exercise, we kind of flipped on its head, mm -hmm. but not very many people don't want a car at 16. So <laughs> <laughs> it was motivating for them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good for them to kind of get the wheel spinner, right? Because as you start to get older, uh, your wants and needs change a lot. And you yeah. haven't been able to kind of write that down, figure it out. Wants, wants and needs is first grade. That's yeah. when they teach that. Well, it got so to me. So if you miss that, you're going to have to go way out. back. <laughs> you can figure out the difference between wants and needs. Huh? <laughs> it took me a while. You're still thinking yeah. about it? You're still we'll thinking. see. My bank account in high school would have told me I had some. I need to figure that one out. Yeah. Right. That, that's there, a there good JA go. skill. Go. <laughs> but nonetheless, we'll go ahead and throw it to break here. We've got two more segments left with the Junior Achievement Hour. Again, I'm Harrison. we got Nick Cusick and Jennifer Rawlinson in here, both in studio with us. And if you want to join the show, 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Heyman text line. Join us on streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Again, Junior Achievement Hour. We'll go to break and catch you guys on the other side. Now, back to the Junior Achievement Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Junior Achievement Hour. I am Harrison Arns pushing the ones and twos on the board. We got Nick Cusick and Jennifer Rawlinson both in studio here with us representing JA. Uh, and again, if you guys want to get more involved in your achievements or just learn more, make sure to go to lincoln.ja.org. Uh, they can answer a lot of questions there, how to get involved and all sorts of information on what they do and the good they provide for the community. But uh, before we got started on the show here, uh, Jennifer did bring me an interesting video that she wanted me to go ahead and cut up. And while I'm getting it ready here, why don't you go ahead and explain what I'm about to play here for everyone. I just thought it was a nice tie-in. JAUSA has some new promotions to help our local offices like Lincoln create awareness, bring volunteers, really explain the message. Mm -hmm. But this one has a sports message, and we're here as sporting goods manufacturer, so I thought it was the perfect time to play it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I got to listen to it, uh, and it does have a great message. and It's a well-done ad, to say the least. in a world where no one explains the rules of the game. No practice, no game plan, no coaches. Just go out there and do your best, kid. But your best isn't good enough. Why? Because you are unprepared for the game. It's unfair, but nobody blames the player. They blame the circumstances. Now, imagine a world where no one explains the rules to the game of life. No discussions of how money works. No game plan for how education supports your future job or career. And certainly no coaching about how to start or run a business. Just go out there and do your best, kid. But your best isn't good enough. You're unprepared for the game. This time, though, People blame the player, not the circumstances. But there's no need to imagine this. It happens every day. Too many young people leave school without critical skills in financial literacy, work and career readiness, and entrepreneurship to reach their potential in life. And it costs all of us. Junior Achievement is working on leveling the playing field. But we can't do it alone. We need your support. Suit up. It's game time. 
so there it is um and again i thought it was an awesome ad it was well done uh there's some really great lines in there uh especially talking about how you know in the sports world it's never the player you get into the yeah. financial and it's always on you despite you know the surroundings you may have had uh so i guess you know you want to play that ad and i'm sure there are a lot of reasons why but what you know in the messaging of that ad uh really stuck out to you why was it so important to play so <laughs> ja needs volunteers Mm -hmm. We need to reach the kids so that they get the message. I think this does a great job in a sports community like Lincoln. Could you even imagine sending your kid out to play soccer without attending any practices? Or you don't even tell them what the rules of <laughs> soccer would look like? Or yeah. you're going to volleyball and you don't have any idea how this is supposed to look. But without volunteers, JA can't get the message out and give these skills to the kids so that the game of life, <laughs> mm -hmm. that's what they need. And that's what we're providing. But we're a little short on the volunteer side. So I really hope that motivates a few people. They think about how JA might have affected themselves. Maybe they were in the company program like me, or maybe they were um, a parent that a kid came home and said, we did this cool thing and uh, <laughs> we learned what wants versus needs are or <laughs> that was you, right? Yeah. In high school, unfortunately, if Jay well, was there, I would have learned it, you know, first grade. Oh, I had somebody come up to me, went to have my car done and they said, oh, I think you were my JA teacher. That was my favorite part of the week. Oh, and that's awesome. so I just really think all of us can take those five sessions, mm -hmm. curriculums provided, going to talk a little bit, little bit, sorry about what you do and what the topics are that JA gives you and the kids are going to react really well to that. Absolutely. And let's, so. let's talk a little bit about, you know, what being a volunteer means. And again, if you're curious, um, again, you get all this information at lincoln.ja.org, but you know, say, you know, you're leaning over the fence, you're curious, you want to become a volunteer. What does that training look like? Um, obviously you guys have a curriculum, you have support, yeah. the Lincoln public schools, they don't just give you the kids for an hour and shut the door behind them. They're there to <laughs> no, help the you out and assist in the there as well. So what does that kind of look like to kind of get the, the wheels rolling once someone says, you know what, um, this is a good cause. It's not only good for me, it's great for the community. You know, how do I get started in this process? Yeah, I, I mentioned this to Bud Seinhorst when I was here for the Liba show, shout out to Liba, mm -hmm. but you just take a few minutes to look at the materials, review the book. If you've done it, the same classroom, same I, curriculum. I, I review, I review the book that. on I review the materials on my way in the car on the way to school. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> but I've done it so many times that I pretty much know yeah. what I'm going to do. You're a pro at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know about a pro, but yeah. <laughs> but I really think that this community is what it is because of these types of sessions. And as a volunteer, First time is definitely the hardest, but after mm -hmm. that, the teacher is more welcoming. They put up a slideshow that they have a link to. You go through the activities, there's handouts and worksheets, and you just talk about your experience and then tie it into what the topic of the day is. Absolutely. And, uh, Very straightforward. So I do want to ask about this because I think it ties in as well uh, to some of the problems Junior Achievements is facing right now. So what is you know kind of some of the biggest problems right now? I think you mentioned it, volunteers. Um, so obviously one you need more numbers but yeah, let me let me i guess let me just expand on that just kind yeah, of go by it. the numbers you know mm -hmm. some people are are numbers people so <laughs> we, te we teach about thirty thousand <laughs> students a year and if you just do the math and if there's 25 students in a classroom if you do the math that's well in excess of a thousand volunteers in the classroom yep. 
you know, that's a, that's a big, that's a big undertaking. Mm -hmm. So we definitely need volunteers to continue to expand our program. Uh, you know, I would say, you know, we got great partners in Lincoln public schools. We got great partners in the parochial schools here in the Lincoln and the surrounding area. Certainly we have great partners also in the homeschooling community and uh, they recognize the value that we bring in financial literacy. Cause quite honestly, most school districts historically, that hasn't been a big part of their curriculum. They know it should be, but they it's just not they just don't have a the right curriculum for it. So they've yep. always looked in Lincoln here to JA for that. So certainly by the numbers, by the numbers, it's um, you know, it's important to continue to recruit volunteers. We have some volunteers, quite honestly, who do I think our our biggest volunteer this year, our volunteer who did the most classrooms. I think that Eight, 18 I classrooms, right. one oh, volunteer. Okay. So that's a one big person. load. Fortunately, he's retired. <laughs> Fortunately, he's retired. But, uh, and that's a friend of mine. So a shout out to Mike Boland, by the way. <laughs> uh, but so volunteers is, is certainly it. But in addition to that, you know, financial, mm -hmm. you know, there's financial ties. Obviously, we have staff to coordinate all of this. It takes a lot of coordination. I think we have about a six, seven, right. seven six, six or seven uh, member, member staff. And, uh, We've got great financial support in the community. You know, the the banks, the financial institutions of a variety of sorts, uh, historically the manufacturers, I think all, well, including our company, the reason we're involved uh, heavily and we have a fair number of employees who teach JA classes is that we just kind of view it as the right thing to do and the right thing. But there's also a selfish motive that mm -hmm. we want kids to come out of school, whatever level, whether they come out of high school or out of college or trade school with just knowledge of how the world works. And we mm -hmm. think Junior Achievement is the right organization to do that. So absolutely. And I, I want to talk about that, you know, your business being partnered up with Junior Achievements, because I think, you know, I hear this a lot, but they, you know, from what I hear is some of these workers, they go do their session that hour, 45 minutes, whatever it may be. Um, and they come back almost a better worker, more productive, more energetic. They're almost, you know, got an extra bump in their step a little bit. Uh, is there is there any truth to that? Have you noticed that in your own workplace? Well, there is. I just speak to myself. Jennifer mentioned mentioned how one of her, you know, she's had multiple probably examples where she'd run into an old, uh, old uh, student of mm -hmm. hers in the classroom and said, JA was the best part of my day or best part of my week. I'd have to say it's the best part of my week when I, when I teach, I, I, I would say I get sweaty palms. However, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I can, I can talk time, in public. I, I can talk in front of any bit size group. I don't have any problem with that. Uh, don't need a script. But when I go to my third grade class, I have to say I get sweaty palms every time. And I, <laughs> I've never quite figured out why that is, but I think I've come to the conclusion that I just want so much to, for them to have a good time and, find it worthwhile and have some impact on them. So, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it, it is. And we, we strongly encourage it. And it's not just junior achievement. We strongly encourage teammates. We strongly mm -hmm. encourage people to get involved in the church or uh, we serve food at the gathering place. We think people who give back. Absolutely. Whatever it is uh, are better employees. Yeah. And then, you know, you mentioned it's not just junior achievements, but obviously what you do is great work, teammates, big brother, big sister. Um, it's all that community aspect, right? And how you can get involved. So when you're looking for a volunteer, what are you asking for them uh, time-wise? What do you need time-wise, um, you know, that this is what you should be expecting if this is you're seriously interested in helping us out in this aspect? We've been talking a lot about um, offering to help a brand new volunteer out by sending a more experienced volunteer with them the first time. Okay. Um, I had a new intern and she was excited to go help and uh, 
little apprehensive about being in charge of a classroom. And I said, I'll come with you all of the sessions. No problem. First one, I'm like, well, what can I do? She's like, oh, I think I got this. And she didn't even <laughs> need me to come back the last five. So I, I think a volunteer just needs a little bit of time. You got some drive time to the school, but you can look on the map at lincolnja.org. Find a school close to your workplace or close to your home. If you're going in in the morning, you talk to the teacher, you set up a framework, you know, a schedule once a week, twice a week, all in one week. You can mm -hmm. do it however it works best for you and the teacher. And then, yeah, look over the book before you go. Maybe open up that PowerPoint and see which slides are the most meaningful for you. But it's really only five or six sessions. And they're so only easy. 45 to an hour, right? Are oh, you... the little kids are not even 30 minutes. Okay. So that's even yeah. more, more reason <laughs> yeah. that you can make And the time teacher because... helps you pick groups, who's the best in which mm -hmm. group. And if somebody gets a little talkative, which happens a lot with JA, because we're doing hands-on activities, experiential learning, <laughs> then the teacher helps calm them down. And it's really fun. So since we're on that, and anyone that is apprehensive that maybe still has a little bit of butterfly butterflies, um, can you guys remember your first session that you were teaching where maybe you had some of those own jitters? I don't think I had any butterflies because <laughs> I was in high school when I started teaching business <laughs> basics. So I went back to my old school that I just got out of before I went to Pius. Oh, so you and just started right teaching back right on. Yeah, we were making pens. <laughs> so no you're stress. a smooth, smooth process. Well, no you know, favorites. when you're in high school, everything's good. You yeah, don't have any big butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what about you? Well, you know, one thing to consider, certainly, as I mentioned, I get sweaty palms even 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 after all these years <laughs> of teaching third grade, same curriculum. But the uh, you know, one of the things I, I'd want to mention is, you know, one of the one of the sources of recruits are parents who are employed, who mm -hmm. have kids in school, who need volunteers and it's great to teach your kids that's a great opportunity to connect with your kids in school uh you know if you're a third grader at town or third grader at uh, east ridge yeah. I, I don't know all the schools but <laughs> know uh school. you know why why not volunteer to be the the volunteer there and maybe then teach fourth grade and fifth grade and sixth grade kind of stay with your mm -hmm. we have stay, volunteers stay that I believe Bud Our, did that, didn't he? Bud is working. Well, he asks, he said, his daughter ever here if he can teach That's right. her class. Because, you know, <laughs> she's getting to that age. But we have volunteers who are teaching in their niece's classroom. They're the teacher. So even if you know a teacher that you think wants to have JA, then you can pair up with a certain teacher or a certain kid or your niece or nephew. It's really fun to have those tie-ins or go back to your alma mater. Absolutely. And, yeah. and that's what I really like. Uh, basically, the point I'm getting is you guys will be very flexible in making it work. Super you accommodating. Know, we'll find a way to get those five sessions yeah. in. Um, and if you even need backup, which, you We're know, good. turns out it can happen. But by the end of it, you probably didn't need it anyways. But it helps the nerve <laughs> nonetheless. Um, yeah. But we got one more break here. Before we go to that break, though, mm -hmm. um, just for anyone who's on the fence, you know, they're listening. Um, they're really thinking about it, an elevator pitch to kind of sell them on this is a right decision. You know, it's not only going to benefit the kids, it's going to benefit you as well. So elevator pitch, you know, one last quote message to kind of get them bored. Well, I would say to commit five or six or seven hours in a year to impact 25 or 30 kids in a classroom, the feeling that you get from having impacted those kids and the long range impact it has on them. Uh, is is incredibly incredibly rewarding. So that's certainly incredible, and it's it's really easy. It's just really. Easy. I was gonna borrow Nike's "Just Do It" or maybe Larry the Cable Guy's "Get Her Done." <laughs> you did a much better yeah, job on the elevator. Those are clever than my comments. So. <laughs> yeah, either way, uh, 
some good ones there. You go simple Nike, just do it. Uh, or you can bring in, you know, if touching multiple kids and just uh, yeah. only a few five, five sessions. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think that's really cool. And what uh, Nick Cusick spoke on is it's not that much time. But you'd be amazed on, you know, how much you can reach and you just don't know where those ripple effects are going to end. Right. And I think that's the best thing you can do, especially as you're getting older and you want to help out, um, help out the youth any way they can, because, you know, it's going to be up to them one day uh, to let Lincoln continue to be the place that it is. But with that being said, we got to go ahead and throw it to break. Again, this is Junior Achievement Hour. I'm here with Nick Cusick and Jennifer Rawlinson. I'm Harrison Arns pushing the ones and twos. We got one more segment. So, again, 402-464-5685, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. We'll catch you guys on the other now, back to the Junior Achievement Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Junior Achievement Hour here on Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arns pushing the ones and twos. We got Jennifer and Nick in studio here with us for the Junior Achievement Hour. And again, join the show, Sarger Heyman's text line, 402-464-5685, as well as we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Uh, I'm going to run out of breath. But yeah, that's a lot of streaming. <laughs> As the company keeps growing, we're going to have more streaming service. But it's a good thing. Good problem to have. We got a little bit of time here. Um, I do want to kind of highlight some of these events you guys have coming up. So I'll kind of throw it to you guys because uh, it's going to be pretty busy these next few months here. Yeah, I, JA had some great events. And again, when I started out in the company program, we didn't have all of these. But uh, some of you may not want to go into the classroom. That doesn't mean you have to not support JA, just if you don't want to be a classroom volunteer. Um, we do have a young professionals board for its target age 25 to 40, but that's not a hard and fast rule that, you know, some of our most innovative, energetic, philanthropic folks involved in JA have started on the YP board. So we really encourage anyone who's maybe new to the community or just launched a new business or just graduated and want to put their efforts into something productive, something that really impacts the community. Um, that's a YP board application process. So you can go to lincoln.ja.org for that. Um, we had a stock market challenge. We need a lot of volunteers. Imagine a stock market without any stock market folks. Uh, sponsorships, <laughs> team sponsors. Again, you're down in PBA. The students are high stress. It's really fun. So that's something that uh, is usually in April, if that works better with your schedule. Uh, we also could use some high school teams to register. Uh, we have a bowlathon in February every year, partner with uh, local bowling mm -hmm. alleys, 2,000 bowlers. Uh, that's a lot of people. So people can have bowling teams and raise money, pledges. But our biggest event actually is the dinner and auction with a little bit of tea up earlier about that. Maybe you can. Oh, yeah, that. sure. Yeah, I mentioned earlier that uh, it was probably 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, when uh, some of the JA folks came to me and asked me why we were so successful at the Pius Bold Auction. And I mentioned that we serve free alcohol, which we hadn't been doing at Junior <laughs> Achievement, but uh, but other stuff as well and trying to make it formal, informal and fun and and, and a good event. So I, I think I've probably been to every JA auction in the last 25 years, except one or two that I've missed because I was out of town. Mm -hmm. And it's a great event, and it is our biggest single fundraiser. I think we raised uh, typically about a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Is is oh, kind of wow. is kind of our target. So it's a it's a it's a good number, and uh, that's coming up on September twenty second. September twenty second. It's at the Cornhusker. <laughs> I think Cornhusker. it's almost always been at the Cornhusker, yeah. but I just wanted I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Uh, and there are still some tables available. Okay. Uh, but you know, we need auction items. Obviously, you can't raise money at a fundraising dinner just selling the selling the dinners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to have auction yeah. and and the uh, 
and get people and get people at the tables that are that are bidding on the items. So we've had some great things over the years, some great trips. Oh wow! Uh, you know, uh, one of our big supporters, Mark and Kathy LeBaron, uh, donate wine out of their large uh, wine cellar. Oh, nice. and I try to buy it every year because it, <laughs> it's incredible wine. Uh, so there's just some great, just some great stuff. You know, a lot of a lot of sports memorabilia is is, is common. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and uh, so yeah, we need uh, need table. Uh, table host to have a table yeah, it's a great thing for a company it's a yeah. great get together for uh, a company to bring some of their executives together and have a night of uh, shooting the breeze not just all business just uh, having having a good time and supporting a great cause and and uh, maybe in some cases rewarding some of your employees who have <laughs> indeed uh, taught classes uh, in the classroom so uh, yeah that's a it's, a it's a great it's a great great event and again it's coming up on the 22nd and uh, looking forward to seeing people there absolutely so it's coming up on 22nd sounds like an awesome event and uh, i might have missed it, but how do they sign up for that where do they go they can reach out elena is leading the charge on okay. the auction this year so they can call 402-467-1010 also lincoln.ja.org has contact form we would absolutely love some fresh new live auction items. I think we're trying to reach 200 silent auction items. Okay. So if you're a new business and want to get the name in front of business owners in this community, JA Auction is the place to do that. Um, I also heard that there were going to be uh, some Husker athletes. There you go. Um, <laughs> Got to add a little bit more fun every year, right? <laughs> so th- that'll add a little bit more excitement. And September 22nd, again, is the date. So Absolutely. And it out. seems like an awesome event. There's going to be some Huskers there, uh, some cool items. You know, you might get some nice rare wine, some finely aged wine go. as well. well I guess we'll aged. take wine donations, too. If anyone is <laughs> offering, they can drop it off at the station, right? You know, I would say, well, you know, one of the most popular items at all auctions, including the JA auction, are trips. Oh, you yeah. know, so if you have a vacation home that you don't use all the time, but and, and, you're, and you can take a tax deduction, don- <laughs> donate it, they, they always they always sell well, you know, so... Uh, that's uh, if you happen to have a vacation home in Colorado and want to give up a, a weekend or a long weekend or a week at mm-hmm. that, they always sell well. That's a great cause too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You'd be giving that great away cause. for a great cause. Yep. Um, before I play the out music here, uh, it's been a great hour, but is there anything that I missed that you guys want to speak on before we get out of here? I would just say Jay is a great cause. There's a lot of great causes. Uh, certainly this is a cause that, uh, that hits a lot of a lot of kids in the Lincoln in the Lincoln area uh, for a lot of years. Many kids have had JA in their classroom every year from kindergarten through high school, and uh, it I can guarantee it has a big impact on their life. Absolutely. With that being said, uh, I don't think we're gonna anything better on that. Appreciate Nick Cusick, Jennifer Rawlinson for coming in here, uh, representing Junior Achievements, doing it well today. And again, go to the ticketfm.com in case you missed any of the podcast podcasts. But that's gonna do it for us. Appreciate you guys listening and enjoy the rest of your Thursday night. <laughs>